Hey, you're listening to the Debt-Free CEO Podcast, where you'll learn ways to manage your finances in your personal or business life to set you on the path to debt-free and on to financial freedom. I'm Megan, your debt-free finance coach, former high school math teacher, now a debt-free entrepreneur. In 2021, I paid off $53,000 worth of debt in 12 months so that I could walk away from the classroom. Whether you're on the path to debt-free or looking for ways to manage your finances better, you're in the right place. Walking the path to financial freedom doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Hey friend, welcome back. Today I'm going to be talking about how to scale and grow your business without having to work more hours. So this episode is going to be for my online business owners, my freelancers, my virtual assistants, my coaches, whatever it is that you do in the online space, this is for you. If you haven't started your business yet, then go back an episode or two where I talk about how to get started with your freelancing journey or with your online business today, or head to my website and check out the free training that I have on how to get started with freelancing and how to use freelancing to help you go debt-free. Now, let's get into it. I know you've probably heard the phrase of trading time for money because most jobs that you work require a certain amount of hours in exchange for a certain amount of money. And when we enter this online space, when we get started with freelancing or virtual assisting, I know sometimes it's really easy to start by just offering, you know, 10 hours for $25 an hour, which is about $250 if they're going to make it into a package, right? Or maybe your hourly rate is $30 an hour. Side note, when you get started with freelancing or virtual assisting, the average rate that you can charge per hour is anywhere between $20 to $40 an hour. Here's the thing that when business owners go to hire others for hourly work, they generally stay on the low end and want people that charge $20 to $25 an hour, which you know, if you've done the math, 20 to $25 an hour times 40 hours a week, right? That's not going to bring home the bacon. That's just not going to be sustainable. Not as a business owner when you don't have healthcare, you don't have retirement, you don't have savings, you haven't even paid for taxes yet, right? None of that is good long term. So oftentimes, as a business owner, the question that I get is, okay, so then how do I scale and grow my business without actually having to work more hours? We all know that we didn't get into this business to slave away and work 40 plus hours a week, barely making a dime, right? We can go back to our corporate job. We can go back to our nine to five if we want to do that, right? We became a business owner for flexibility, for time freedom, right? So today I really want to get into the nitty gritty on how can you scale your business and grow your income without having to increase your time. Because at some point you are going to get capped out on how much you can earn. Because at the end of the day, you only have a certain amount of hours in the day. You only have so much energy that you can put into work and working. And if we want this business to last forever, then we have to be strategic about 
how many hours a week we work. We have to make sure that we are still enjoying what we are doing, that we are having fun, that it is constantly new and challenging for us. We don't want to get in a state of burnt out. And oftentimes when you do go that traditional route of charging your clients hourly, that is going to burn you at both ends quicker than you can imagine. So usually when people start off with doing a business or if they want to pick up some extra side money, they will usually, you know, have an hourly rate. The problem with that, though, is, of course, you get capped out, right? So we have to get out of that traditional structure of trading time for hours, especially when you're just starting out as a freelancer or a virtual assistant. I know some people will encourage or Maybe you feel more comfortable charging your clients hourly because you essentially feel like you're a quote unquote beginner and well, beginners charge $30 an hour. Okay, let me just go on a small tangent here. I can almost guarantee you are not a beginner because just because you are starting this business doesn't mean you don't have prerequisite skills that make you qualified, right? If you're a teacher, teachers have so many great skill sets that transition into freelancing, virtual assisting, online business owning, et cetera, right? So you're not a beginner. Yes, you are new to having your own business, but you're only a beginner if you think you're a beginner. Okay, tangent, I I digress, here we go. (laughs) And I wanna bring up this topic because when you're a freelancer, you are an independent contractor. And when you charge hourly, not you're not literally losing money, but it can feel as if you're losing money when you charge hourly rates. And that's because you usually aren't charging enough to begin with. If you're a new freelancer and you come out and say that your rate is $20 an hour, I'll see some applications that are requiring $15 an hour. As a 1099 freelancer, like contractor, I'm just so confused by that amount because by the time you take taxes, you save for retirement, and you pay yourself, you're at like $750. That's minimum wage. We all know you can't live off of minimum wage. So that's the problem for me personally with charging hourly. But, 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 okay, I want to talk about this because if you feel comfortable charging hourly, now I know for some service providers, if you are like an online business manager in OBM or if you're a director of operations, those type of positions are, I would say, more higher level positions. Therefore, people usually charge hourly for those type of positions because the business owner specifically is like, I want 10 hours of your management skills, right? So for those, you can charge more in the 50, 60, $70 an hour range, okay? But I'm gonna give you a little equation or a little math problem for you to do so you can determine what your hourly rate actually is if you were to get down to the nitty gritty of it all because I want this to be an eye opener for you. If you are an online business owner and you are charging anything less than $25 an hour, I can almost guarantee you are undercharging yourself. So here it is. If you have a pencil or come back to this point, in the podcast later, but I want you to write this down. Okay. So your desired yearly revenue. So at the end of the year, you want to have made a hundred thousand dollars, right? Six figures. A lot of people will say they want to make six figures. So that's a hundred thousand dollars. 
Okay. So you're going to take a hundred thousand and maybe your goal isn't six figures. That's fine too. It can be 30, 40, 50, 60. It depends on where you live, right? Everybody's cost of living is different state to state, city to city, right? So I'm going to go on another small tangent. When people say that they replaced their teaching income from freelancing or from their side job in X amount of time, right? But they live in a small town. So maybe their teaching salary is only $30,000. For me, my teaching salary was 50 plus, right? So be aware when people say that they've replaced their income, don't always take that for face value, right? Don't use that as a way to compare of, wow, well, I'm not there yet because I haven't replaced my full-time job. Well, maybe your full-time job was a corporate job where you were making six figures. Okay. That's going to take a lot more time to replace as opposed to someone's salary in a smaller part of the country where they're maybe making $30,000, $40,000. Okay, tangent, back on track. Here we go. <laughs> Anyways, so to find your hourly rate, I want you to take whatever your desired yearly revenue is. So we're going to just, so let's say $100,000, right? You're going to divide that by 1000 So $100,000 divided by 1000 Okay, and we're dividing it by 1,000 because that is how many quote unquote working hours there are per year. So if you do, I'm kind of doing a lot of math for you. So I hope you're keeping up and I hope I'm not confusing you. There's 52 weeks in a year. Now, this is assuming you work every single week. We know that that's not true, right? Most people don't work every week of the year because you take off for Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever, right? That's the beauty of being a business owner. You get to make your own schedule. If you want to work every single week, yay, you do it. If you want to work 50 weeks, if you want to work 40, whatever it is, that's up to you, right? But I'm going to keep it basic and just do 52 weeks, okay? So the thousand is going to be the working hours per year. If I take a thousand and I divide it by 52, that puts you at about 20 hours a week. So assuming you work every single week of the year and you work 20 hours a week, this is going to, this equation is going to tell you what your desired hourly rate should be. So back on track, right? We want to make $100,000 a year. Yep. Whoop. That sounds like a great goal. Let's do it. 100,000 divided by 1,000 is 100. Then I want you to take that and divide by two. So my desired hourly rate is $50 an hour. Okay. So if I was going to charge clients at an hourly rate, if I want to make six figures, if I want to make that $100,000, then I've got to charge $50 an hour. And let's be honest, if I am applying to be a virtual assistant or to help a business do bookkeeping or whatever, and we have two people that are equally qualified and my rate is $50 an hour and her rate is $20, $30 an hour, who do you think they're gonna go with? They're probably gonna go with a less expensive person because at the end of the day, that is what other business owners do. They cannot afford $50 an hour. It's just unrealistic, right? Unless you are paying for more of a leadership management position such as director of marketing, director of operations, online business manager, then you can charge that type of rate, okay? But if you're doing just traditional virtual assistant work or admin work, whatever it is, people aren't gonna pay $50 an hour. So that is the problem 
with doing the traditional hourly structure when you are doing your packages. Okay, hopefully all of that makes sense. So if I don't encourage doing hourly packages, then what is it that you can do, right? So instead of saying, I'm gonna give you 10 hours of work for $300 a month, that would be $30 an hour, right? You can develop things such as packages, right? Let's say you wanna specialize in bookkeeping, specialize in email marketing, specialize in data entry, whatever it is that lights your fire, right? Part of my workbook that I created really helps you narrow down that passion because I know that sometimes when you start your business, you're just excited to get out of your current situation. You're just excited and willing to do whatever that you semi-like because it will help bring in money and help put food on the table, okay? But we don't have to do and take every job opportunity that comes our way, right? So we can develop packages that are more of things that are specialized and individualized for the things that suit our strengths. So when I first got started, that was me and social media management. I already had a background in social media management, content creation, email marketing from other business ventures that I had tried. So when I started my freelancing journey, I didn't do hourly packages because I knew that I could get, one, I knew that social media management was something that I was very knowledgeable in. So the more experience and the more expertise that you have on a topic, the higher you can charge for that service. Just because when I first started social media management, 10 posts a month would take me 20 hours. I'm just being dramatic here. I'm not real sure if that's how long it would take me, but 10 posts a month would take me 20 hours, right? But as I got better, as I got more efficient, it now takes me 15, 10 hours. That doesn't mean that I have to lower my packages because it takes me faster to get it done. No, my knowledge and my expertise has grown in social media management, content creation, social media strategies. So if anything, my packages and my rates can actually increase because my knowledge has increased. So when you specialize in a certain task or a certain service, that sets you apart from the rest because you are showing that you have training, you have extensive knowledge in this background. And so people like that as opposed to something that's very generalized in the sense of general VA where you do a whole handful of things. When someone sees you as the expert in XYZ, people want to pay expert prices. Another way for you to increase your income or develop packages in the sense is VIP days. A VIP day is you're going to complete a service for your client and it's going to take you one whole day. This is a very high ticket item because you are giving your undivided attention to this client for eight hours in that day, depending on how you structure your VIP day setup. But let's say I'm going to make a VIP day for done for you, one month done for you social media content. So the client would come to me and maybe three months, I like three months better. Three months done for you social media content, okay? If you are gonna go month to month with me, 
that would be anywhere between $800 to $1,200, right? A month. If I want to instead work that into a VIP day where I sit down and I work with my client one-on-one for eight hours and I get all of their ideas for the next three months, I plan all of their content, I create all of their content, I write all of their graphics and I get it all scheduled in that eight hours. I have no idea if that's possible. I've never done that. Again, this is all an example, right? So if I were to create that as a VIP day for $1,500 and it gets done for that client in one day, how amazing is that number one for your client, but number two, you. You worked eight hours in that day and you made $1,500. How many VIP days do you need to book that month in order to hit your income goal? Maybe it's three, maybe it's four. And now that client has three months of content done. You have your monthly income done in three or four days, depending on what your income goal is. So VIP days are a huge way to scale your business without having to increase the amount of hours that you work day after day. And the last thing that I want to talk about here on this point is any type of done for you service, any course, any type of program, right? Any big ticket item is going to be a great way for you to grow and scale your income without having to do more time as well. And I want to just say that, yes, these things can take you an X amount of time or hours to do them in, but that doesn't mean that you're charging for that. And I said this earlier, but yes, we get quicker at tasks, but that doesn't mean we have to charge less for our work, right? They're paying for your experience. They're paying for your expertise in that. They are paying for that VIP experience where they get your undivided attention for eight hours in that day, right? Just because it wants took you 10, 20 hours to do, and now it takes you five, doesn't mean you now have to charge less for that, right? You've gotten better at your skill. You have more knowledge under your belt, so you can charge more for that. Now, in the previous point, we talked about what our hourly desired rate was, okay? And I I wanted to do that with you because when you're developing these package prices, I know that sometimes it can be hard on I don't know how to develop the price for these packages, right? Sometimes it's easier to just do 10 hours at $300 a month because, I mean, you know they're getting 10 hours of your time. You know you're getting $300 a month. It's just easy, cut and dry, right? So when you're doing a package such as done for you social media management, a VIP day, like a big project, and you're like, hmm, I don't know how to charge for this. I want to make sure I'm charging the right amount, right? Because oftentimes we still, in business, it's so easy for us to undercharge ourselves. So something that's really good to combat with that is get somebody else's opinion, right? If you are a part of a business group, mastermind, if you have a mentor, get that person to look over your packages, look over your pricing, because sometimes having that third person's point of view can really be an eye-opener and a game-changer as to, hmm, wow, I'm not charging enough money like I should. Here's how to calculate how much to charge for certain packages or projects. So from the previous point, we already know our desired hourly rate. If you did the $100,000, it was $50 an hour. So I want you to take that $50 an hour times the number of hours that you think it will take to complete the project. So if I am doing one blog a month, 
Okay. And I think it's going to take me five hours from start to finish to write that blog, to edit that blog, to schedule that blog, to do the proper research and SEO for that blog. Okay. I think it's going to take me five hours. And if you are a blog writer and a copywriter and I am way off, I am so sorry. (laughs) I do not do copywriting. I do not do blog writing. So please forgive me. But we're going to take that $50 as our hourly rate and we're going to times it by what we think it will take us to do that one blog. So 50 times five. Okay. And then I want you to times that number, which is 250 times 1.5. Okay. So if apparently, uh, according to my calculations on one blog post, you should be charging $375, right? If your hourly rate's $50 and you think it's going to take you five hours to do that blog post, I want you to times the 50 times five times 1.5. And if you were to make a package for one blog post a month, you could charge, you could, sorry, not you should. This is your desired hourly rate. My desired hourly rate versus your desired hourly rate versus your friend's desired hourly rate may not be the same, right? So this is me. If I was a blog writer and I was making a package for one blog a month, I would charge $375, okay? So if you didn't do the math from the first point that I mentioned, do that, right? Take your desired yearly salary, divide it by a thousand, and then divide it by two. That's gonna get you your hourly rate. Now I want you to come down here to make these packages. I want you to take that hourly rate, times it by the number of hours that you think it will take to complete the project. And then I want you to times that by 1.5. That's going to give you your monthly package price. If you already do package pricing and you're noticing that these numbers are severely off, I want you to go back after this episode and audit your current pricing, audit your current packages and see what you need to adjust because I guarantee you can give yourself a raise somewhere in there. And that right there just showed you how you can grow your income without having to grow your time. Okay. And the last thing that I want to talk about with scaling your income without working more hours If you have digital products or any type of offering, workbook, workshop, training, right, that's evergreen, that is going to be something that can pay off severely in the long run. Now, when I say evergreen content, this is content that retains relevance over time. It's not time sensitive. It continues to drive traffic long after you publish it long after you launch it, etc. So for example, digital products, workshops, courses, those are wonderful things to keep on evergreen because once you launch it one time, it's there, it's out in the open. People can go to your website, they can see it, they can purchase it, they can buy it, and you can always launch it again, right? Even if it's the same workshop, even if it's the same digital product, whatever it is, you can launch that continuously again and again because it's evergreen. It's not something that is time specific or can only be done live with you or only can be done in the fall or spring or summer, whatever. The only thing is you may not see big, massive income gains from those things in the beginning, but the long-term effects on digital products, on workshops, on those type of offerings can be rather substantial, especially if you launch it one time, it goes 
okay, right? You tweak one or two things here and there, you launch it again, bam, you just doubled it from the first time, so forth and so forth, right? That is gonna be a great way for you to increase your income without having to increase the time that you work. Okay, so I feel like I talked a lot. This is gonna be one of my longer episodes, but stay with me because I'm almost done. (laughs) If you've never played with different packages or offerings, I want you to go do an audit of your business after this episode. And I really encourage you to sit down and look at your pricing, look at what type of offerings and services that you have and see what things you can tweak right then and there so that when you sign your next client, you've already given yourself a 10, 20, 30% raise, whatever it is that you want to do. (laughs) If you charge your clients hourly rates, but you constantly find yourself saying, I'm capped out on the amount of hours that I can work. Okay, girlfriend, it's time that you do one or both of these things. Number one, raise your rates or increase your packages so that you're earning more money at the same or at less amount of time you were working. Okay, and then the next thing, which you probably hear this often in the online space, but hire help, right? The best way to scale your business is to outsource. If you've done everything I've mentioned above and you're still out of time, then outsourcing is going to be key and will help you really scale your business larger, meaning hire a VA, hire somebody on the side to help you. That way, if you are paying for 10 hours a week for them to take off these tasks off of your hands, how can you use those 10 hours to now reinvest back into your business? What things on the business side can you do with those 10 hours to grow your income, right? Maybe you're stuck doing client work all the time. And so by offloading those 10 hours, you're now going to be putting 10 hours back into your business so that you can build that program, build that course, build that digital product that you've been dreaming of. Always remember we weren't made to do business alone, although sometimes it may feel like we are, we're not. So sometimes investing in your business, even in the slightest, can make a huge difference. Investing in a coach, investing in a community, whatever it may be, investing in a one-on-one session with me to get clarity with your offerings, to get clarity with your packaging, right? So that you can see, hey, look, I'm really not making the amount of money that I should be. So if I can increase all of my packages and I'm going to be able to get a thousand extra dollars a month back in my pocket, what can that do to help me further my financial goals? How can I use that to pay off debt? How can I use that to save for my baby's college fund, right? That's the mindset that we have to get into. If you want to take a deep dive into your business and your packages, especially to see how we can grow your income to use those profits to help with debt payoff, then you need to book a one-on-one call with me. We can take a look at everything and see what needs to be fixed and tweaked to make sure you are paying yourself adequately to make sure you are not burning yourself at both ends because this business was made to be enjoyed and this business was made to give us time back with our families, not to be working 40, 50 hours a week, exhausted, right? This should be life giving, not life draining. So thank you so much for listening. If you want those equations, you can get access to that in my workbook if you haven't yet started your freelance journey. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Debt Free CEO Podcast. Make sure you leave us a review and check us out on meganmendez.com. 
Connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at Megan Mendez underscore underscore. In the meantime, happy budgeting. See you next time.